Welcome to the Nurse Becoming Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Guarneri from the Resume Rx, and this is the podcast that's dedicated to empowering and encouraging nurses along your path of professional and self discovery. As a nurse practitioner, mom, and business owner, I'm on a mission to help you figure out how to leave your lasting impact on the world, all while bravely and fearlessly growing along the way. Join me for honest conversations and inspiring stories about personal and professional growth, all through the lens of nursing. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Nurse Becoming podcast. As always, it's your host, Amanda Gornieri. I am so happy to have you listening today. Thank you for tuning in. It is summertime. And what I wanted to do this summer for the month of July is give you smaller bites of episodes that are a little bit easier to consume. They're all solo episodes this month. And what I'm doing is I am repurposing some IGTV videos that I did last year. And there are some topics that I realized that only lived over there on my Instagram videos, but that I think are really important for you to hear as well over here on the podcast. I wanted them to live over here. So in the spirit of me taking a little bit of time off this summer, making my personal load a little bit lighter in terms of podcast recording, it seemed very fitting for me to repurpose these video episodes into audio. So you may hear me say in the recording that it's a video or, you know, it it may not be exactly worded for audio. So just keep that in mind that this is audio that's been extracted from a video, but the video didn't have any demonstrations. It's It was just me talking. So it's essentially the same thing, right? So this episode today is a discussion about what to do when you have two job offers at the same time. It's a good problem to have, but it can still be a problem, meaning you have to tweak a few things and communicate about certain things so that you have enough time to consider the offers that you have and make the decision that is best for you. So I'm going to go ahead and roll that audio. I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Hello there, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Ask Amanda Anything. These are my bite-sized videos where I answer your questions about resumes, cover letters, and job search strategy. So today I'm going to be answering a common question that I have been getting about job offers. And specifically, there are two questions I'm going to address today. First is, what should I do if I have two offers that come in around the same time or I need to kind of like delay answering one in order to hear back from another. And the second question is how should I weigh two offers against each other if I am considering two at the same time? I'm actually going to start with question number two, uh, which is how do I weigh two offers against one another? And there are three things that I really like to go by when I am considering two different offers. First of all, this is like the best case scenario, right? That you have more than one offer that's come in at the same time and now the ball is really in your court and you get to choose which one is best for you. So I would definitely, you know, acknowledge that and acknowledge that that's a really good position to be in. And not everybody gets to be in that position because the timeline doesn't always work out that way. Sometimes, you know, job offers trickle into the point where 
you know, you've already had to accept or decline by the time you even interview for another. So this is a good position to be in. The three things that I recommend on your like pros and cons list. So first, I want you to really consider and acknowledge your gut or intuitive feeling about which is the better option. And we'll go into each of these. Second, I want you to consider the future opportunities that a particular job can give you. And third, I want you to consider the money in your pocket. So not necessarily the salary, but the money in your pocket. So first, let's talk about your gut or intuitive instinct. I think that we often second guess ourselves, especially when we're new, especially when we feel like we don't have the upper hand because we're interviewing for a job and we're kind of at someone's mercy to employ us. I don't think that we listen to ourselves and our intuition enough. So I would really encourage you to kind of think back on your interview interactions, your interactions with HR, the people that you've spoken with, and who feels like a better fit for you? Who do you want to work with and work for? And I think that you know, it's really important to think about this in a way that really honors kind of how you feel at your core. Uh, And this takes a little bit of practice. Not everybody has this intuitive or gut instinct, especially in these new scenarios. But at the very least, please do this to practice just to kind of feel into whichever place of employment feels better regardless of salary and benefits. Okay, so I want you to consider that. The second thing I want you to think about is what sort of future opportunities does each job offer or each position afford you? So if you have longer term goals, like let's say you want to go back to school and get an advanced degree, do either of those job offers include tuition reimbursement or are they associated with a school of nursing or associated with, you know, something that would kind of manifest that future opportunity for you? Uh, Or let's say you have, you know, another uh, position in mind that maybe that specialty is only at one hospital versus the other. So I want you to think about how this job could be a stepping stone to your future goals if you have them. And you may not, and that's totally fine. In which case, you know, this is probably not going to be something that you consider as heavily. But especially if you do have those future goals, I want you to really compare the job offers and try to think about which one serves as a better stepping stone towards that future opportunity. And the third thing when you're weighing multiple offers is the money in your pocket. And a lot of people will just go by that dollar per hour or that salary per year number. And I really encourage you to consider the entire offer and what that means in terms of your paycheck at the end of the day. So for example, there may be one hospital that offers a 10% retirement contribution, whereas the other one doesn't offer anything or only offers one or 2%, just as an example. At the end of the day, your paycheck might be the same if the salary is the same at both, or maybe the one that offers more retirement is, you know, a dollar less per hour, but they're giving you that 10% of free money, uh, which you really should think about. I know it's kind of hard when you're younger to consider what your retirement will look like, but retirement money means fewer years you have to work. So definitely consider that. And if they're offering a good benefit like that, that's definitely something to consider because it ultimately means more money in your pocket, not necessarily now, but in the future. The other things that could add to more money in your pocket now would be things like 
health savings account contributions or a lower premium for health insurance, that type of thing. So I really want you to look at the job offer and look at all the things that affect your paycheck and try to figure out which monetarily is the better offer. And that doesn't mean just looking exclusively at that salary item, but looking at the other perks and benefits as well. Hey friend, this episode is brought to you by my membership community, the NP Society. If you are ready to become the NP you always wanted to be, then the NP Society is the place for you. This is a community that is designed for nurse practitioners and students to thrive beyond the clinical setting. This is a safe space for you. Membership includes access to our off Facebook chat community, as well as weekly virtual events that include guest expert masterclasses, social events, self-care classes, and clinical roundtable discussions. This is the first organization that puts the professional, that's you, at the center, and I cannot wait to meet you inside. To choose your membership level, head to the npsociety.com or click the link in the show notes. Again, that's the npsociety.com, and I hope to see you on the inside. Okay, so let's move into how to ask for more time. If you have an offer that's come in and you're you know, really expecting another offer to come in soon. So this can happen if you, for example, have interviewed for two different jobs within a week of each other. And, and let's say you receive an offer for job number one and job number two is your favorite. You would really love to work at job number two, but you haven't received an offer yet. So it's kind of like, how do you stall job number one so that you don't turn it away in case you don't get job number two. Hopefully that makes sense. So this really is as simple as asking for more time. So let's say you have this job offer from job number one and you're waiting to hear whether you got an offer at job number two. I would reply to job number one's job offer. First of all, thanking them for the generous offer. And you can do a couple things here. You can either ask when they need a response by. So ask them what their timeline is. Or you can say, you know, um, I'm going to consider this offer and I will give you a response by blank period of time. So in that time frame, it really is helpful to put some sort of timeline on it, either asking them or saying when you'll respond by. And then in the meantime, you can also follow up with job number two and be honest and you can say, hey, I've I've been interviewing for multiple positions. I have another offer, but you really are my number one. And if I, you know, find out that I've gotten the job with you, then I will be declining job offer number one. And you can just ask for an update on their hiring timeline. And I think that doing that with integrity is the way to go as opposed to pinning two jobs against one another. Another method you could do is you could ask job number one or you could tell them, hey, you know, I'm waiting to hear on this other offer and I will be considering both and here's when I will respond to you by. But I like either asking for their timeline and asking when they need a response by or just telling them, thank you, I will be considering this over the next week and I will get back to you um, either way, you know, next Monday or something like that. Uh, And that gives you, that buys you a little bit of time. You may get to the point where those things are, those jobs or job offers are, you can't stall anymore. And that's when you are in a tough spot to decide whether you are going to hold out for job number two, meaning like you're going to decline job number one because you want 
job number two. And that's really a situation where you have to kind of gauge how likely you are to get that second job offer and also gauge um, how much you even like that first job offer, right? Like if you know that that job offer number one is really not what you want, then you might consider declining it even if you don't know if you're going to get job number two because you feel so confidently that it's not the right job for you. And that is okay. It is 100% okay to turn down a job offer. And I know that, you know, in times like this, especially as a new graduate, you're being told, you know, the market's competitive, whatever, don't turn down a job. But I'm giving you permission to do that if that's what feels right to you in your gut and in your intuition. Uh, because remember, we need to be leaning in and learning what that gut instinct and that intuition is. And sometimes that means saying, you know, even if I don't get the job that I really want, I'm willing to be kind of starting over rather than accepting a job that I know isn't right for me. So I want to give you that permission to decline a job opportunity because if it's not the right position for you, chances are it'll be an opportunity for somebody else and it will be somebody else's right job. So if you kind of have a more positive mindset about it and kind of think about that you are passing it along to someone else who's a perfect fit, then it may be helpful. So hopefully that has been helpful. We've talked about how to weigh two offers that have come in around the same time. And then we've also talked about how to ask for more time if you've gotten one offer and you are waiting on another one so that you can kind of stall them a little bit. So hopefully this has been helpful and I will see you again next week on Ask Amanda Anything. Well, that does it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in and making it all the way to the end. If you found today's episode helpful, would you take a minute and give me a rating or review on Apple Podcasts? It will truly help other nurses find this show and know that it's worth listening to. For more information about this episode, as well as a place to submit your questions or suggestions for future episodes or guests, head to nursebecoming.com. I cannot wait to connect with you again soon. And until next time, remember, I am always rooting for you.